Hi, I'm Frenchie, and welcome to the Enhance Yourself pod, an auditory escape that will encourage the discussion and search for answers about everything and anything. The aim is to enhance knowledge and generate interest. Topics will include fitness, health, well-being, psychology, all the way to extreme sports such as skydiving. Thanks for joining and enjoy. Have to bear with us. Uh, the plan for this uh, podcast slash YouTube video, which will be the future of it, uh, is uh, basically to enhance your mind, enhance our minds. Firstly, uh, get guest speakers in that have something to say um, and discuss any topic. So, in the future, if you come up with a topic that you'd like us to di- dive into and have a chat about, please feel free to reach out, uh, and I'll leave all the details: email, Snapchat, Twitter and all those sort of things on uh, online somewhere where you can find it. So uh, let's, without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Let's talk to our first uh, first guest. So uh, this is Tim. Tim, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Tim. I'm also a uh, tutor at Northlands College. Um, come on today, I believe we're going to get stuck into the topic of barefoot running. I think we are, because uh, that's what, am I right in saying that's what you covered quite largely in your... Your degree. Yeah, so when I was at uni, um, my final year dissertation was on barefoot running. I specifically looked at, which ties in quite well with, with you, um, injury rates in the Marines. Okay, uh, cool. Basic training, so looking at uh, the impact forces compared between running on a um, force platform yep. between barefoot, um, a military boot, yeah, and I think it was the uh, high tech silver shadows. Yeah, the, the, you know, um, so yeah, just looked at the differences in those, and then compared the results, and then kind of hypothesised, you know, what could be done theoretically to maybe help reduce those lower limb injuries. Cool. Okay. Um, and uh, what what did you find out? What was uh, what did you get yeah, from that? So I mean, when we look at biomechanics, uh, so the technique of running. Um, you know, in those different kind of conditions, your technique's going to be different when you run. Yeah. Um, the idea with a barefoot running is you emphasise more of a forefoot strike yeah. rather than landing on the heel. Yeah. Like you're doing a big cushion kind yeah, of yeah, short yeah. trainer. Um, and you think of it, obviously in the military, if you're carrying a load uh, on your back, which is increasing the force, yeah. when you plant that heel, um, so you're not absorbing... The, the, the force through the ground as efficiently as you would in a four foot strike. So yeah, and there's a lot a lot of weight going behind it as well, isn't there? Yeah. Even, even without the uh, the actual Bergen, if you, if you're a civilian uh, running, you, you've still got that momentum, that uh, that quite yeah. a lot of force going through, isn't there? Definitely, I think it's one of them where you think of just general public when they think, right, I want to I want to get fit. I want the first thing they do is whack on a pair of running trainers and go out. And you see some people running around the streets and you horrific technique, you know. I suppose it's one of those things though, you never get taught how to run properly, you just expected to go out and do it, are you? Yeah, because uh I think the uh, the entry level is uh, just us as humans developing, isn't it? It's, it's a ki- as a kid, you, you finish crawling, you start walking, and then everyone just assumes you can walk, you can run, and then when you can run, that's you. You don't need any more training in it. Yeah. But I think uh, there's a lot more to it. And uh, just to sort of like find, uh, just to go over, sorry, uh, barefoot, just so, just in case there's some people out there, barefoot is the concept behind um, either no shoes or very limited sole. 
uh, on the shoes. Is that is is that a good sort of yeah yeah breakdown like your, your, your minimal your minimal shoe. Um, you know, I think we was talking before um, the different kind of um, brands and makes that. Are, yeah, so, so some of you may have seen the crazy sort of like Ninja, ninja Turtle style, shoe, shell, style shoes sorry, uh, with the toes that uh, are, are individually uh, got little individual pockets uh, as part of the shoe. Um, some aren't as quite as complex as that. But yes, it, it's basically uh, a nice flat shoe um, that doesn't, I say support you as much, but that's, that's actually the wrong way of looking at it, isn't it? Because you, you're using your your muscles to support you aren't you you're, you're learning how to run differently yeah. so you don't quite need that support that we've been told we need all the time yeah i mean i suppose it comes down to when you think of the difference between health and performance so you will need a specialized shoe to enhance your performance whether it be a military boot or you know a football boot a climbing shoe a dancing shoe um but again if those long term you think of the kind of compression of the toes and the narrowing of that shoe box has a detrimental effect on your foot health. Yeah, I, I mean, I know from ballerina point of view, they have lots of issues with their feet because as you said, it gets squeezed in yeah. and, and crushed in. And and uh, I think that the other thing that people tend to not realise is the impact that your feet touching the floor has on your knees, on your hips, and then all the way up. So some people walk around with issues uh, and it could be in the shoulders, etc. Not actually realizing that uh -huh. it's starting off straight from the feet, isn't yeah. it? So, um, so it, it's actually quite uh, quite a good topic. So, if we were to sit on the fence, is there any reason, or can you think of any uh, any arguments against it, so that we're coming across as sort of like from both sides? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake people make is when they think of right uh, training in a minimal shoe or bare foot is good for you, and dive straight into it. And get injured, you know. So there has to be because they're not ready, are they? But, yeah. yeah. I mean, there is the other things as well. If you're running round barefoot round Scunthorpe, you're gonna cut your feet. You're gonna stand in all sorts. So, um, like I say, there there is that transitional period as well. Um, and again, if we're thinking of sitting on the fence, you know, the negatives of doing that. Um, if you was gonna try and play football in a in a minimal shoe, you know, you. you it's not going to have the same effect as wearing the correct um, football boot or you know astroturf trainer, for example. Yeah, definitely. Special on the toes. Yeah. Go for a toe poke. I think a big thing's fashion as well, isn't it? You know, if you, if you look at footwear in general, you know, men's footwear, from my own personal experience, really narrow, narrow toes. Um, if you're wearing those type of footwear all the time. Um, you're going to weaken your feet. A good analogy I to think of is if you if you ever had a cast on your arm, yeah, for say six weeks, and you take off that cast, you know the the atrophy in your in your muscle. So if you're wearing a big cushion shoe all the time, yeah, you, the muscles in your feet are aren't think, working. I think it goes back as well. When I was at school, primary school, I always used to wear trainers because I was just playing sport all the time. In mm. <coughs> excuse me, people had proper school shoes on. My toes are like curled and my feet and toes are shaped yeah. in a specific way yeah. from wearing trainers because obviously at the end they're narrower mm -hmm. whereas a normal shoe or a flicker as you like yeah. is a bit wider yeah. I think that will obviously impact because when you're younger obviously your, your brain's developing you're learning how to walk and move properly like you said you'll you'll walk and move differently depending on obviously your, your experience of your shoe 
Well, I think you look at as well what um, Clip Chogi wore when he did that, that sub two hour marathon or near about. There was a lot of sticky he got for the shoe, wasn't there, on the sole and the thickness of the of the bottom, and obviously it proves that it does affect performance when running. Yeah. I think uh, fashion has a lot to um, to answer for when it comes to to shoes and trainers, as you said, though, mm. because uh, sometimes or most of the time we go for something that's nice to look at uh, and not necessarily the best for our feet. But yeah. then we get used to it. I know uh, in the military, lots of people. Were uh, were coming through and, and having issues with blisters etc because their skin was so soft because they'd been wearing trainers I know that's a little bit off off topic but they got so used to having these trainers that don't necessarily allow your feet to breathe properly yeah. the skin was very very soft and they weren't able to uh, to deal with boots yeah. so it was brand new to them do you know what I mean yeah. so yeah I think when you look at you just think of people in general and when they've had a, a stressful day a busy day the first thing they do when they get home is what and even more so for women you think of women you know if they're walking around in heels so they've got that kind of plantar flexion so they're up on the toes the shortening of the calves um, the narrow toe box you know, it, and it's pushing everything forward as well yeah. isn't it? so it's like squeezing yeah. Yeah. I mean the amount of times if you go on a night out and you're seeing girls walking around with shoes in their hand because yeah, they've, they've given up yeah. <laughs> so uh if we were to give a couple of tips for people that want to get into some form of uh, barefoot running um, and just to go over sort of like ticking off some of the things that we've mentioned already, would I be right in saying that if people are considering it, it's a case of steady, start nice and steady, don't go too crazy. Um, do their research on trainers? I mean, what, what, what can you tell us about uh, without probably naming names and brands, what what sort of guidance could you give us towards the best sort of thing to look out for? Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I can remember I got told that I had um, flat feet. So I, I can remember getting these inner soles, you know, to try and um, promote an arch in my foot. And those were awful. I can remember, you know, and then, and that's why I kind of delved into it a little bit. Um, yeah, and then in terms of the different brands out there, you know, um, Vibram, Vivo, um, they're, they're the ones that I've personally used, um, and I think we mentioned before some of them, you know these companies are quite uh, ethical as well in terms yeah. of recycling. Yeah, we were talking before. I've got uh, I've got a pair of sun dried on, and I know they do quite a lot of um, sustainable sustainable products that they use, and it's a British company, which is always yeah. nice. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, like say tips for for getting involved, just day to day activities, just trying to walk around. Just get used to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, for me as well, it just feels good. You know, if, like, if you're in the garden, just walking around in the grass or walking on sand. Yeah, know, we, we, it's, it's, Tim and it's I nice were talking feeling. just before the podcast, just so you're all aware, and we were actually saying some of the benefits to us, what we what we feel, um, because I, I, I'm actually wearing some flat. Are you wearing some? I'm wearing the Nike kind of free run at the minute, so they are... A, so it's not far, it's like a midway, isn't it? Yeah, the, so it is a kind of the Nike minimal shoe, if you like. Yeah. Um, but we're saying that, uh, that and only people that have worn flat feet shoes will understand this, but your feet feel constantly relaxed because they haven't got that pressure of being squeezed in or or uh, or not able to sort of relax into it. So they, f they permanently feel relaxed and you just feel like you're stretching your toes out, which is quite a nice feeling. Yeah. And you actually get used to it. Have you got flat feet shoes? No. But I know we did, when I was at uni my second year, we did a study in biomechanics looking at uh, shod and no shots and running with them without shoes on. And something that you know, it, it was a nightmare digitizing two two hundred thousand clicks or whatever 
making a little stick man just off five running cycles. So that's obviously mm. going from toe off to to heel strike. Yeah. Um, and you know it's surprising the angles of how different they are to your ankle, hip, and knee, just with running with and without shoes on. And like you know something we we saw is when you have shoes on, you're more prone to running on your forefoot. So not quite tiptoes, just that just that bit before, and that's where the initial contact was. This was on our, our, our participant. But without shoes on, there was a more dominance to, you know, for these people that haven't run before with shoes on, there was more running, you know, on the heel strike. Uh, and when you run on your heel, you're putting all that pressure on pretty much a straight leg. Mm-hmm. You put in about three to, to five times your body weight through your heel not ideal feedback and stuff well it takes it back to your point earlier on with the, with the military as well so that's your three times your body weight and then on top of that you're running with a, a at least like webbing or whatever so a couple of couple of kilos extra of equipment and rifle yeah. and helmet um, and yeah people don't realise do they because you're not paying attention whilst you're running exactly. unless you start getting injuries yeah. you're not and, and, and sometimes people, especially runners don't tend to realise that they're getting injuries from something so it might be as we said earlier on like shoulders it might be uh, neck or whatever but actually that could be could be coming directly from yep. from the footwear mm-hmm. cool so are we all in agreement that uh, do we agree with uh, do we like the, the whole barefoot thing or do we uh, do we think there's a yeah place I mean for like Stu mentioned when you look at the research I think it, the the kind of the debate's still there isn't there you know um, what you think in terms of just human evolution you know how long have humans been running around barefoot you know compared to when the introduction of uh, footwear, shoes, especially yeah. kind of the, the mass production when in terms like Nike and you know when it turns into more of a, a fashion statement than a um, yeah. a functional a functional uh, piece of footwear um, and I think for me if it goes, I've read a book called Born to Run yeah. that, yeah. and it goes about like, the Tarumara tribe in Mexico um, I can always remember watching, um, I think it was Survival of the Fittest, where they had like different athletes yeah. um, or kind of fitness enthusiasts and they're taken around the world competing in these different kind of tribal sports. Yeah. And uh, the Taramara on that, and there's also in this book, uh, Born to Run, where they'll basically run a marathon every day in a pair of like Hirachi sandals that they've made out of a spare tyre yeah. whilst running around kicking this ball to each other. Like not even think about it. Yeah, because um, it's their norm. Yeah, yeah, you know they're just conditioned to it. Yeah, and in that book as well, they talk about I don't know if there was uh, the Taramara tribe or a tribe from Africa, and they was winning all these like ultra marathons barefoot, and Nike jumped on it thinking right these are going to be great for advertising, so they gave them all these Nike trainers. Couldn't run. Couldn't run. Did a race and <laughs> stood at the side of the road and thrown them all. And <laughs> Nike have got their hands in their heads like that. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I think you know, it comes down like you just said Tim that, that conditioning element and it's like anything you you train your body and you condition your body to get used to things and if you condition it to run without shoes on mm-hmm. you know we're brought up as soon as we, we can we're in a pair of shoes aren't we yeah. before we're walking before yeah. you know yeah. see babies have shoes on yeah. now I don't know personally from experience because I can't remember that long ago but yeah, but yeah like and, and I think it's a case of if, if you are conditioned and you do carry on running with or with minimal footwear, I think, you know, yeah. it's just something you're not used to it. And that's why, you know, I'd, I'd never personally run without shoes on yeah. just because I don't think our climate and, and our area is designed for it. Mm-hmm. 
possibly Probably. beach running yeah you know I've, I've run before on a beach and yeah. i ran with some uh of them nike that have got the a little bit like you've got on frenchy today the toes, the, the toes yeah, yeah. And, and it was Odd better riffs. than yeah 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 that's the ones yeah, yeah. and it's, it's better running with them than it was with my trainers on mm. because i just had a not as much yeah. sole and it, it was a bit easier i mean it's even like I can remember doing P back in school. You do gymnastics in the yeah. sports hall, barefoot, soles, yeah. yeah. Whereas I've been at schools now, and their PE sessions are in a, a gym where you sat down on machines, yeah, isolating different muscle groups. So even things like that, you know, just you know, yeah. it's not so much just about running, but just general day-to-day -day activities and developing them fundamental motor skills yeah, and especially, especially when you're younger as well you think like young kids how supple their kind of the bones and the joints are mm. they're going to be sculpted a lot kind of easy if they're squashed up in i think like that goes back to when i said about my, my feet because mm. I, I just lived in trainers at school yeah. play football all the time at dinner yeah, break yeah. after school straight out of the park with my yeah. mates weekends mostly playing football yeah. I think that was a good thing you mentioned, and it ties both of you into uh, something Tim said earlier on, the running on the beach. Mm. I think that's another maybe option for people if they're yeah. going to barefoot running, run on a beach, and then you've got different levels, if everyone can visualise a beach, you've got different levels between the water and the and the, the drier sand mm -hmm. of uh, like resistance training for one, which is always a bonus, yeah. but also it allows Terrain. you to safely, yeah, safe, safely and, and yeah. hopefully with minimal injury. But also I think the good thing to running on sand is it also... Um, Strengthens the skin as well, so you've got you've got quite a lot of that, yeah. that would be a good stepping stone definitely before moving on I mean, to when you look at the typical injuries through running barefoot, you have plantar fasciitis, so that's kind of planting in that toes down position, and Achilles tendonitis, which is the back of the, the opposite, heel, the heel strike in it. Running on sand, it becomes less um, impact in it, like ligament and tendon driven, more muscular driven. Yeah. So that load's going through the muscle. I mean, if you ever I, I come home playing football on the beach. <laughs> Like, just it takes it like the, the yeah, amount of you know work destroy, it takes yeah. out your muscle. So that, that, that that's a really good point, you know. Just just even at times they're walking on the beach yeah. when yeah. you're on holiday, yeah. just going yeah. and, and sometimes play, playing with the walk. different levels of sand. Yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. When you're knackered, you go on the wet part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then you've got the water as well, haven't you? You can run through. That makes resistance around That's a little bit different, but yeah. uh, that's another option, isn't it? So there's, yeah. there's quite a lot. Of, I think like you know we can link it back to when you are on holiday on the beach, and you know when you walk. The first few days when you're on holiday because you you know most of the time when you're at home or you're out and about probably the only time you don't have shoes on is when you're around the house isn't it yeah and i think as well like if we're talking about football like if i said to you what's the who's the greatest nation of football brazil where do they play a lot of football on the beach on the beach yeah. barefoot you know so that kind of developing that skill of just the foot with the ball you know I think there's a lot, lot to be said about that. And permanent, permanent resistance as well. Yeah. yeah. Should have said England then, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think as well, like, you know, going back to that beach element, your first few days on holiday, you, you, when you're walking at the beach, I always think, you know, remember my feet hurt a bit because they're not used to walking on sand and walking around the pool and stuff like that. Mm. And then by day 10, 12, 13, 14, your holiday, you now coming to the end, yeah. you, your feet are conditioned you can stand on the sand a bit longer when it's a bit hotter because your feet are conditioned, you, you know. And I think it's just getting used to it. A bit, yeah. yeah, and I think it's just getting used to it. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we if we did something like that for a few weeks to see what the actual condition element were yeah, over yeah. like a two or three week period. But. I know for me personally, like from being told I had to wear those inner soles from and then just trying to be more barefoot, I've never touched wood added in any issues regarding 
my feet. That's um, cool. You know, play a lot of sport. Yeah. Um, a mate so. of mine, he, he had to have in the soles at school for something called Parkman syndrome, which right. is basically where the fascia forms around the muscle and it suffocates the muscle. And and basically, he, running, you know, great athlete, could have, could have gone far in football and, mm. and, and anything really, but injuries by 14, two knee operations, by 16, two slits down the calf to, to cut this fascia away around the muscle from the compartment syndrome. You know, you think... Did did them the inner souls do the job right? Mm. You know, yeah. I, I think again, just changing that that angle of the the ankle and the yeah. knees is is that helped or not? Yeah. Again, um, I think it's that trade off in <coughs> You know, if you're looking at health or performance, so if you was to go, if you was go do a five k for example, you know, you're not going to right. I'm going to do it barefoot. You know, you're going to wear the correct footwear that that's going to help you perform, but you know, help prevent those injuries. So going back to my dissertation as well, the kind of what we the the conclusion, if you like, was if you went through a period of training barefoot, specifically for running, if you had the pose method, so it's basically like a method of of running where it's more the technique is you're almost falling forwards, okay, landing with a four foot strike. Do you remember now? Ties into so you, you're catching yourself rather than yeah, so it's almost like a fall and you're using the momentum of gravity yeah. to take you forward. Um, so the idea was if you could incorporate that technique whilst wearing a military boot, you know. So it, it's like we go back to football again. When you when you when you played football for a long time, you know, it's second nature, isn't it? Mm. You know, receiving the ball, passing, or you know, any other form of sport. Not for me. So if you tie that into into running, you know, it just becomes second nature to try and land on a four foot rather than constantly. I think as well, you know, like when we have our practical sessions here, when you do look at some some techniques of, of our learners in regards to running and things, you sometimes think, Oof, you know, in regards to some straight backs not looking predominantly at the feet, but yeah. some really upright, lacking like a bit of a military stance yeah. running, and you think, God, like that yeah. doesn't look comfortable. There's a lot of coaching needed in running. But again, in, in the study that I did, you take the, the boots off someone who was heel striking on the training and then it's barefoot. Straight away without even saying anything, four foot, four foot strike. Yeah. It's just natural. Yeah, just a natural yeah. way to, to and, move. And that's that conditioning with our shoes because we are used to in yeah. a shoe walking heel to toe, heel to toe, not yeah. toe heel. Yeah. yeah, because you know the cushioning's there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as soon as you haven't got that cushioning there, you're like and mm. survival mode. Yeah, I'm my touch my toes. And I think that's where you know because the soles on our shoes. I mean, I've got some Nikes on now. Look at the size of the sole on there. Yeah. You know that's where all that sponge, and you can see where the because I'm a big lad. Where it's all creasing there is where all the weights come from. Then you've through. got the, uh, the interesting thing of the wear and tear, you know, yeah. so it shows you what, what type of foot you are. Yeah. But then uh, there might be an argument for the flat feet that it's could help that, which is which is why it's important to have these conversations. Take me shoe off. Well, well, there's no tread there, is there? So yeah. you can see yeah. that obviously on. I walk quite on the edge of my feet, don't I? Oh, my feet yeah. stink. Thanks for that. Sorry. Yeah. So. Um, maybe to leave people listening out there who are intrigued in trying it out so hopefully they'll have something to take away um, do some research on the trainers that you think would be best for you ask people that have done it before um, definitely go on, on online and have a look at uh, different information there are as we said there are arguments for both um, but, it, but it could be of benefit to, to you as an individual um, Definitely do some form of beach running, sand running, something where you're not going to injure your feet, but you're getting a little bit of resistance and teaching teaching yourself how to walk again, really, isn't it? So it's like learning how to do it. 
and um, there's, there's going to be the cost element to it that you're going to have to think about so depending on what what money you have available for it but I think it's about taking it steady isn't it take it steady yeah don't get to it don't go too crazy don't think right I'm going to start barefoot running tomorrow and I've got an ultra marathon probably the wrong thing for you and you're probably not going to uh, enjoy it whatsoever or feel that it was benefit to you um, actually probably quite quite the opposite it's like learning to walk again yeah learn to walk just start again yeah baby steps yeah get into nice a little and walk, steady. jogging and then just increase your time yeah. probably is best thing just I mean, condition yeah and again I, we've, I don't know if you agree but the research that I got from the marines in training I think I can't remember the exact the exact numbers but the majority of it was lower limb you know so like stress fractures even like yeah, shin splints you know, yeah, people yeah. not just couldn't couldn't do anymore because of overexposure to um, impact imp- impactful running yeah um, so that's kind of the motivation side of it there if you like you know just building a more robustness to the, the the stresses of 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 training yeah and some people walk differently because as we said because of training so it's it is really uh, the 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 best advice i think i could give is take it steady yeah. don't jump into it mm-hmm. uh, as she said you're learning to walk again it's about finding your placement learning how your feet should should place themselves on the floor take it nice and steady i mean like just do you when you when you go running and stuff do you mix your shoes up not whilst running. <laughs> now, like yeah, one no, week, you might wear one yeah, trainer. Yeah, yeah. I know, like I, I go running at weekends and stuff, and there's some weeks where I wear a specific trainer. Yeah. Same route, three miles in, I can feel you it. Wish more. you hadn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, why have I not? Why have I put these on? Why have I not put these on? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if it's just wear and tear of the trainer or different style or brand of trainer. Well, you're supposed to. Gym. Is it 400 miles? You're supposed to on a pair of trainers. And then, is it, is yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. So you know, sometimes I think, God, I'm my calves are tight. Is yeah. that because of the? Am I running differently? Am I tired? You know, yeah. I, I think most of the time it's too. I always think it's to the trainer. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it's not like I'm fatigued or anything. I recovered. I think the the, the, third, the greater the distance you're going to run, I think that's when there's the um, the greater demand for that heel strike almost, isn't there? Mm. I mean, if you look at the design of a, a, a sprinting spike. Spikes roll off the four yeah. foot, are they? Yeah. You know? Because it's springier, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because I suppose your toes are naturally spikes, aren't they? If you run barefoot, if you have nothing on, you, you, your toes automatically. When you wear flip flops, yeah. when you wear flip flops, your toes grab, don't they? Yeah. So it, it's literally that sort of like, that movement. Have you ever seen that picture? There was um, a helicopter flying over the Amazon, and there was like, a, a tr- like an undiscovered tribe there. Yeah. And they're like looking up, thinking like, "What's this?" And they're all pointing these bow and arrows at this helicopter. And you zoom, and they look at the feet, and the like, feet are huge. Flat but, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the toes are so spread, you know. Just for adaptation. Just for yeah, mm-hmm. just like for the for your product of your environment, are you? Yeah, yeah. You know, so they they need those strong. That's a good. That's feet. a good one. I think as well. I don't know the truth in it, but they look at um, like prehistoric human footprints. And based on the the separation of the footprints, they they estimated that this guy was faster than Usain Bolt. <laughs> you know, because looked at his imprints in the in yeah. the ground and the, the distance that was covered. Um, so is the theory there that physically, you know, we're a lot weaker than we were back in the day? Probably because of of clothes. 
Yeah. You know. Were you trying to say we should just walk around naked? No, no, no. Having to run away from predators Bare, and stuff. Barefoot and naked. I think we'll avoid. That's not. Uh, <laughs> that's not something that North Kensey College allows you to do. <laughs> Right, walking around. Well, you know, just just the shoe element. Look at how the shoes evolved. I mean, look at how trainers have evolved and stuff. I mean, when I was at school, you know, back in the day, fifteen to twenty years ago, like that. You know, I'm talking primary school. Mm. Like you said, pimples for PE. You could get them for three quid. Yeah. Whereas now, a lot, lot more children have got like proper running shoes and not like you know after the pimples when you could wear trainers or we were allowed to it was a pair of Astros just football it was basically the, the same football boots that all Rooney and Beckham and all yeah. them were wearing but in a trainer form mm. now a lot of running shoes so I think there's that evolution as well yeah. in regards to retail and you know I don't see as many pair of Astro trainers that I used to see when I was younger obviously I don't know if it's because I'm shopped differently now probably that's a factor but I noticed a lot of a lot more younger people do have running shoes instead of just your bog standard trainer. Mm. Um, so I think that might play a part as well. Right, should we leave it there? Yeah. Otherwise we can go for ages. Yeah. So um, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Uh, if you've got any questions, please feel free to, as I said, email. Uh, if you've got any ideas for concepts that you would like us to uh, to talk about, discuss. Please, once again, get in touch. Uh, next week, we are going to be doing positive psychology. So uh, we'll have a couple of guest speakers for that. Um, as I said, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Thank you for your times. Stu, thank you. Tim, thank you for being Thanks the guest. And uh, speak soon. See thee. Bye. That was the Enhance Yourself pod, and thanks for listening. If you have any topics or anything you'd like us to discuss, please reach out on either YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Please don't forget to subscribe and enjoy the rest of your day.